Joining us right now on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline as we get ready for a big weekend of high school basketball here in Montana. From Montana Sports, it is Alec Boffinger. Alec, it is great to chat with you once again, man. Hope you are doing well. Uh, thanks for having me on, man. Um, yeah, just hanging in there after another busy weekend of basketball. Well, Alec, let's just start here. What were you covering last weekend? Because I think you were like, what, going between two places uh, out there and seeing a couple of different basketball games. Yep, yep. I was at the Eastern A for a couple days, um, saw the first round games there uh, across the span of two days, and then uh, I was at semifinal night and championship night of the Southern Sea, as well as, you know, I saw the first half of the, the Eastern A girls championship, which um, was tied when I left, and, and the dramatics hit in the fourth quarter. I was going to say, I know you got a job to do and you have to go back and forth, but sometimes that's got to be kind of tough to leave a game like that, huh? It was tough, man. You know, we're it's both those teams are heavyweights in Haver and Billing Central, and they're going back and forth. But uh, you know, duty calls sometimes. <laughs> well, Alec, let's start with Class A since they do have their state tournament uh, this weekend. Looking at on the boys' side, the most interesting matchups here. Uh, what do you see in the first round of the state tournament that intrigues you? Um, I think the Polson Lewistown game has the potential to be really, really good. Um, Polson's. A young team coming out second in the Western A this year, um, but I think Lewistown also pretty young. I think they've got um, they've got some kids that can keep up with with those pulsing guards, and um, I think playing against Laurel and Billing Central, uh, they're battle tested. They're battle tested, and I think that has potential to be a really good first round game. Um, and don't sleep on Harden. I know they're taking on an unbeaten team in Dillon, but um, those kids weren't playing a ton on the teams that were contending for championships, but they were around that program, and um, that's, a, that's a winning culture there. Alec, here's the interesting thing, because you've seen more Eastern basketball than I have, but I am curious on this. Which, the East or the West, do you think is more battle-tested, more ready uh, maybe for this weekend? Because, again, I know they saw mostly their own teams here, but, again, experience battle-tested, being those types of things, all very important to try and win and succeed. And we've seen in state tournaments before where one division can dominate the other. We have. We have seen that happen before. Um, I don't think that'll be the case this year. I think it's going to be um, a little bit more of an even spread. I think that the the top teams, both Dillon and Polson and then Laurel and Billing Central, the top teams in their respective divisions, um, kind of separated themselves a little bit from those three and four teams. But... Um, you know, I think both those divisions are are battle tested, um, especially in the top four four teams that made it to state tournament. Um, they've had to kind of go through the gauntlet there. I mean, I know that you don't even see Frenchtown in here, um, so it's the teams that came out of the West are just as battle tested as the ones that had to grind against Central and Laurel every night, every weekend. Alec, you talked about four teams right there as potential contenders. Uh, is it pretty even between those four teams? So it's anybody's game, you think, between those four contenders uh, for the state championship? Uh, I think it is. I think it is. If Chalk holds, you know, we'll see Laurel and Dillon in the semis and Polson and Billing Central in the semis. Um, and I could see any four of those teams, any one of those four teams um, hoisting the state championship on Saturday night. Uh, Laurel and Dylan, if they meet up, I mean, that's going to be a slugfest. Laurel, Laurel plays some really physical basketball. Um, and so it'll, I'm just interested to see how Laurel's style will match up against Dylan um, should that game happen. And then Polson and Billing Central, there's going to be a lot of athletes on the floor there should that game happen. Who are some players that you've kind of circled and you really kind of want to see how they perform this weekend? I think Brock Bladder is going to be huge for Billing Central and Coulter Bales for Laurel. Um, I think they're going to be really, really important. Um, and then the Graham kid from Polson, I think, is going to be huge. And then Dylan's got a handful of guys that 
um, can hurt you. So I think it's, you know, it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily one guy for Dylan. Um, they got a bunch of guys that can hurt you on any given night. So um, their balance is really going to help them. Alec, flipping it over to the girls' side once again, the traditional powers, they look like the contenders as well here. But looking at the first-round matchups, what intrigues you the most on the girls' side of the bracket? It's actually uh, the Columbia Falls-Glendive game. I think that the Eastern A is really good with Haver, Harden, and Billing Central at the top. And um, it's good to see Glendive get out of that divisional tournament. They've had some good teams in the past that... Obviously, it's tough to get over the hump when you got the, the three-headed monster there in front of you, but um, I think they could really give Columbia Falls a tough game. Um, I'm not calling it calling an upset by any means, but <laughs> I think that um, the, Wild, the Wildcats are going to have to work to get into that semifinal game, and they're, um, you know, they're going to have their work cut out for them should have her, should have her meet them there. I know you talked about the big three, obviously, with the Eastern A, and obviously Columbia Falls has been a traditional program. They've won a state championship recently. Um, but do you put Columbia Falls in that title conversation right now, do you think? I think you have to. Um, I don't think that they're head, that Haver, Harden, and Billing Central are head and shoulders above them. Um, so I think you have to include Columbia Falls in that. And if they're able to go toe-to-toe with Haver on, on a Friday night at the, division, or at the state tournament or thursday night whatever it is and mm-hmm. get to that state championship game then um i think they have what it takes to take down should it be Harden or billing central coming out of the other side um i think with an unbeaten record you don't you don't make a mistake or you don't do that by mistake in class a basketball you don't have an unbeaten record and run through the divisional tournament perfect um, by mistake i think columbia falls has what it takes to um, bring home state championship trophy this year Right now, we are with Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports as we are talking high school basketball. Alec, let's take a look at Class B. we got the divisional tournaments uh, this weekend. Uh, what are some matchups that you've seen that really intrigue you here as uh, Class B gets underway this weekend? Uh, I'll start in the Southern B since um, that's a little more closer to home for me, and I'll start with the girls. I think that, as I've told you before, the Southern B girls is um, possibly the best tournament we'll see from top to bottom all, all year. Um, first round games, Cole Strip and Whitehall has the, that could be tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole Strip has kind of ran through everybody over there in the three B, but Whitehall just went toe to toe with big timber and um, their district championship game. Um, Forsyth roundup, another first round game. That should be awesome. Columbus Jefferson, um, the Southern B girls should be awesome. The Southern B boys should be awesome. Again, Cole Strip Columbus in a first round game, um, Lodgegrass and Huntley potentially in a semifinal. And those are teams that we're talking about playing, you know, possibly for a state championship on Saturday night. Um, so I think, yeah, the Southern B is going to be really interesting. Um, up north and Northern B boys, Fairfield Shelby. I want to see them play again. Um, <laughs> they played three times this year. Let's, let's have them play a fourth game, shoot maybe five at, at the state tournament or something. But I think it, it goes through those two teams there. Um, and then out West, I think the really interesting thing is on the girls side. Um, you get that, First round matchup between Big Fork and Loyola. Uh, Loyola's the defending co-champions. Um, they haven't seemed to hit their stride or hit that level of play yet this year. And um, Big Fork's a team that can really give them problems. So I think that's going to be a great first round game over there. And uh, I really hope that we see an Anaconda Thompson Falls semifinal on the girls' side as well. Yeah, I was about to say the interesting thing, and I want to get your thoughts looking at the boys' side of this picture here, Alec. What do you think about the Vikings? They've gone on a little bit of a run themselves. They haven't lost a game in a little bit here. Um, the Vikings, a team that won two state championships back-to-back just a couple of years ago. Do you feel like Big Fork is a team that's in the mix? 
they're definitely in the mix in the Western B. Um, it's a toss-up out there, in my opinion, but the way that they've been playing down the stretch, I think that they're um, there's as much in the conversation as anybody out there in that conference. And, you know, some of those kids were around for those championship runs, so they know what it takes to get it done when the calendar flips to March. Alec, looking at the biggest upset from this previous weekend, did we see any big upsets this past weekend? Um, you know, Bridger beat Melstone. That's not a surprise as Bridger's unbeaten. But I think the Ekalaka girls not getting out of the Southern Sea Tournament was a surprise to me. Um, you know, that's a team that's been contending in the Southern Sea all season and over the past handful of years, and they just couldn't seem to take care of the ball well enough to, to win in the semifinal end against Jordan. Um, and then, obviously, Melstone was able to take care of Jordan in the championship game, even without Drea Wacker playing. But um, I think the Ekalaka girls not getting out of the Southern Sea is pretty disappointing this year. My feature guest is Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports as we are talking high school basketball in the postseason. Coming up next, we'll look at Class AA with Alec, get his thoughts on the first-round playoff matchups as we get ready for the state tournament in two weeks. That's all coming up next here on the Knock on Sports. Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home. Learning at home. And banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. We're breaking down high school playoff picture as we get ready to discuss Class AA basketball as the seedings are finally done. Uh, we know who's going to be where, and a couple of coin tosses had to decide it as well. Joining us to break it all down on the Whitefish Credit Union hotline is Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports. Alec, let me just get your thoughts on this. The fact that it came down to, I didn't realize this, I knew it would come down to maybe one, I thought maybe two coin flips, but we had more than that in the AA. Um, were you surprised at how many coin flips we had to get to just to decide seeding? I, yeah, it was, and I think it's just ridiculous that we're doing this by coin flip. Um, isn't there something else that, that can separate these kids that they've done on the basketball floor other than a coin flip, letting it come down to heads or tails? Um, I think that's kind of, uh, it is what it is, I guess, but I think that there's definitely a better way somehow that they could go about that. Yeah, I would agree. I, I would kind of like to see something else because I think there's there's got to be plenty of metrics or something there to, uh, you know, have it come down to something better than just a coin flip. Because, like I said, you know, if you get the luck of the draw, all of a sudden you get maybe a better playoff matchup than you anticipated, and all of a sudden maybe you thought you were going to be here, and all of a sudden uh, you're not there. And and with that being said, obviously there's a reason for that because we had so many scenarios, and I thought that's what made Double A so interesting last week. I know we had a lot of makeup games, so a lot of teams had to play more games than they usually do in a week. But last week was actually kind of fun, in my opinion, Alec, just because of the the possibilities were so endless that could happen, and it was almost it wasn't just one or two teams; it could have affected four or five. Oh yeah, and the coin flip scenario has a trickle down effect too, um, and all those games last weekend had a trickle down effect. So it was it was a pretty exciting end to the to the regular season for Class AA, especially with how they're going about seeding for the state tournament now. Looking at the Eastern A boys real quick, Great Falls takes the top spot here, but what first-round matchups keep you interested? Uh, Billings West and Billings Senior playing in the first round um, on Thursday night. Another crosstown game for those guys to showcase what they got and a chance to go to the state tournament. Um, those two are so so even in, in the way they play um, and how they've played each other over the last you know handful of games. I think that 
that's going to be a tremendous game on Thursday night. And they have a little showcase prior to that, too, with the Billing Senior Girls playing. Um, Billing Senior Girls also got the four seed out of the Eastern AA, and uh, they have a chance to go to the state tournament. So it's going to be an exciting night at Billing Senior on Thursday. And then looking at the girls' side, as you were just talking about, what's a first-round playoff matchup that has your eyes on it? Um, I want to see how Billing Skyview plays. Um, they didn't end the regular season the way that they probably had liked to, so I want to see how they play um, to ensure themselves a spot at the state tournament. Um, Great Falls CMR could give them a little bit of trouble if they start slow, so um, Falcons, the Falcons better be ready to play, especially with postseason basketball here now. They better, they better show up. Alec, looking at the Western AA here, and we'll start on the girls' side, uh, what first-round playoff matchup intrigues you? Uh, again, it's the 4-5 matchup, Kalispell Glacier and Helena High. Um, Helena High seems to always be at the state tournament, but this year Glacier's got a chance to keep them home. Um, and then, you know, Hellgate and Capital, how that uh, the coin flip decided who got the one and two seed there. Uh, we, we might see how that affects them down the road at the state tournament, but um, they should be able to take care of business and, and punch their tickets on Thursday night. I think those two should have played another game to decide the conference champion. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree, especially with what it means um, in terms of seeding at the state tournament. I wholeheartedly agree. They should have played one more time. <laughs> Alec, looking at the Western AA boys side, and I had a front row seat to this uh, last week, and so this thing was crazy. I thought this was the most fun out of all the AA groups just because so much was affected between you know how things could have worked out from the three seed all the way. Uh, to the seven seed here. Um, I think there's a couple games that are 50-50, but give me your thoughts. Uh, which games are, are you keeping an eye on the Western Double-I boys? I agree. Yeah, there's there's a couple games there. Um, you know, Missoula Big Sky and Helena Capital, Kalispell Flathead and Butte. Um, I think that Kalispell Flathead Butte game is a real toss-up. Uh, Butte with an impressive victory over Sentinel. I don't, I don't really think anybody saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Sentinel may have kind of put it on cruise control heading into the postseason, but um, regardless, nonetheless, that's that's an impressive win for Butte. Um, but yeah, I'd like to like to see what what Flathead can do against them and um, Big Sky against Capital. I know Capital's got got some kids who can fill it up, Braden Coke. Um, so we'll see we'll see what those guys can do. How big of a story would it be to see Big Sky back at the state tournament? Obviously, Capital and Coach Guy Onquist, they do a tremendous job not trying to sell those kids short by any stretch of the imagination. But if you had to find like one team that's had a little bit of a magic season, um, is Big Sky considering some of the recent struggles that program has gone through? Yeah, especially um, they weren't winning many games, you know, if any, over the last couple of years. Um, this year, you know, Alex Germer put 51 on them, but they still have a chance to get to the state tournament. So. Um, I think that would be a pretty cool story if they're able to find a way to win on the road on Thursday night. Most exciting player you think for this weekend? I think it's Alex German, hands down. I don't think he's kind of box <laughs> office in Montana. Yeah, no question about that. He is a ton of fun to watch, and we'll see what happens for him. Again, don't want to assume that Sentinel's automatically going to get there, but I got a feeling that they will be. It'll be fun to see him play in another state tournament. Alec Boffinger joining us right now from Montana Sports. Uh, Alec, if people want to follow your work, how can they do that? Hey, MontanaSports.com, CBS stations across the state, KTBQ here in Billings, and at AlecBoff13 on Twitter. Alec, really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the insight as well. Have fun this weekend. Safe travels this weekend for wherever you got to go. Look forward to chatting with you again soon, man. All right. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. And uh, enjoy some basketball this weekend.